What's going on, you innocent pedestrians? Welcome back to another episode of our podcast. I'm Matty P. Jackie Rides is here. All right, let's roll that intro. Back-to-back hundreds in the same test match for Stephen Smith. Oh, Federer's made that look ridiculously easy. I'm going to float like a butterfly and sing like a bee. You cannot be serious! That ball was on the line! Fire in my Motherfuckers, welcome back to another episode of our podcast. Uh, as stated earlier before, how you been, Jackie? How you been? Oh, I've been really good. Boy, oh boy, that was a big first week of the AFL. That yeah, was... it was good to be, um, good to see it back, yeah. Oh, jeepers. Uh, still trying to work out what, how that game was a draw on Thursday night. Jeepers. Yeah. <laughs> tell you what, it was a very uh, non-eventful game until probably the last two minutes where it was a bit, a bit tense. Yeah. Let's see who would take home the chocolates, but... Uh, yeah, but um, overall, it's great to be um, have the AFL back and How other sports been? as well. Uh, yeah, I've been all right, mate. Uh, actually, haven't been up to too much. Just literally been chilling, watching a bit of Netflix, working. You're getting on Big Brother? Actually, no. No, the new season of Big Brother uh, started. When did it start? Like last week. Have you been watching it? I no, mean... I haven't. No, no. No? Oh, mate, you got to get on to it. There's a lot of stuff that's going to be happening next Sunday. Oh, fill us in. What's, what's been happening recently? On Big Brother? Yeah. Oh, well, one of the chicks, Angela, got um, evicted yesterday, last night. Okay. And they've kept her in the house, and now she can spy on the others and make calls on what they do and stuff. So she's going to become Big Sister. She's going to become Big Brother's sidekick, and she's going to get to, <laughs> you know what, control the house. Control the house. Um Oh, interesting, mate. Uh, how's um, Big Gozzy going? Dan- Daniel Gorin's the ex-AFL oh, uh, player. Oh, that's snarls. You see snoring like a fucking trumpet, that big boy. <laughs> <laughs> he's oh, he's, he's going big at the moment. Oh, jeez. Oh, I, I, saw, I saw an advertisement. Is he like in like a monarch like relationship, king and queen or some shit? Yeah. With one of the chicks? Yeah, uh, she got evicted a couple nights ago, but yeah. It, oh, is that the chick that's getting... Um, into like nah, the, oh. that was a different one. Talia, he was pretty whipped to, towards her, for her, pretty much. <laughs> really, pretty whipped. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fair. All right. Uh, well, what we've got in store for today is um, first up, we've got the Eddie Hall and uh, Thor, the ma- who plays uh, the Mountain Game of Thrones. Uh, we got we're going to talk through our upcoming boxing fight between the two of the two of the strongest uh, men of all time. Uh, also, we've got in store is um, recapping and providing tips on the f- uh, first round back of the AFL since quarantine. And the round three tips coming up. Yep. Uh, same goes to the NRL and uh, how the week of uh, rugby league unfolded. Um, 
And also we're going to discuss a little bit of political um, stuff that's been happening recently with the NBA. Kyrie Irving is at the front of that list. uh, uh, With the players deliberating whether to return or not resume the season. That's planning to happen, a restart next month in Orlando. And um, unfortunately we won't be talking about this today. We didn't have it in store, but probably for next episode, the return of the PGA Tour. Yes, we'll be going over that. Uh, the Charles Schwab, uh, I think that's how you say it, Schwab Challenge, uh, with uh, Daniel Berger taking uh, taking home the win uh, against in a playoff against uh, Harris English. And finally, as spoken in the prior episode, we will be talking about um, uh, Go to the Week and uh, discuss why they deserve to be credit themselves with that outstanding accolade. All right, let's get into boxing. Um, what are your thoughts on the fight between Eddie Hall and Thor Bjornsson? Well, yeah, the upcoming fight between the two powerhouses, the two strongest men uh, who have both won a uh, title. Uh, and this uh, started when uh, Thor accused Eddie, uh, Eddie of um, cheating in the 2017 World Strongest Man, which was not really because um, he was just... Uh, performing and Thor like injured himself. So there's a bit of bad blood between the two. A bit of bad blood, even though they're they're good, they're like uh, decent mates. But uh, yeah, this all got um, started. Uh, Eddie um, sparked it up after Thor broke his um, world record uh, deadlift. Uh, he got a 501 kilos, which is an ast- um, outstanding amount of weight to put on the bar. But uh, yeah, so. My thoughts on it is uh, it's been heating up in recent news and it's been uh, put back due to the, um, the quarantine. But yeah, there's been a bit of back and forth between the two and um, I can't wait to see how this unfolds because this is the heavy of heavyweights, right? I've been looking at Eddie's um, Instagram as of late and um, uh, he's cut down a lot of kilos, I'd say, I think. 20 or 30 kilos and um he's looking shredded as ever he's got like you should say mate i don't don't know who sent a photo of him but as um recently but he's just huge bloke man he's got like full shredded abs and everything man he's he's looking like a he's looking like an animal and it'll be good to finally see them settle their differences that's yeah um mate his nickname's the beast eddie and uh um yeah i can see why and uh thor mate current world's strongest man he's in the form of his life mate huge bloke man i think he's like Six foot nine, six foot ten, like tall bloke, man. Uh, weighs a ton. I think he weighs two hundred kilos, as as I recollect. But I think around there. But um, yeah, mate. The, these guys are the hey. mate, pinnacle of heavyweights, mate. And uh, be awesome to see. Uh, Who do you think's gonna, gonna go. win it? I don't know, man. I even though Thor's definitely got the reach against him, and uh, Eddie's mate. He's a workhorse, mate. He's, he's a powerhouse. Isn't yeah. He? Yeah. Well, let's let's go back to the 2017 world's strongest man, mate. This guy is—he's not the tallest of blokes. He's about, uh, I think, six foot two, and um, yeah, he proved everyone wrong, mate. And yeah, uh, he's he's done—he's like broken world records. He set he set the benchmark for the uh, the deadlift, uh, broke it by I think 35 pounds, something like that. But yeah, mate, he's um, he's proved a lot of people wrong in his career, similar to uh, um, other um, sporting legends. But um, I can only see him winning. Uh, winning the fight but uh however though i can uh, also see thor putting in a good um good fight as he's obviously the bigger dude the uh he's currently the world's strongest man he's got he's a massive unit um i no one matches up to him in size in terms of size 
But uh, I feel like Eddie's going to put in a lot of boxing training, like just of technical stuff, just here and there. Um, and I can see him winning it. Uh, but it's early days, though. It's still in the works. Uh, but it's been announced. It's uh, it's looking good uh, to go ahead, hopefully, this year. Oh, actually, no, next year. I'd say not, not uh-huh. this year. Probably next year, around the first half of next year. Uh, but, yeah, it's going to be huge, mate. And I'm looking forward to see what happens because... When you, everyone likes watching the heavyweights, right? We all liked uh, Muhammad Ali. We liked Mike Tyson, mate. We're liking the uh, recent uh, day of age fighting between like Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, and AJ. Yeah, a, heavyweight boxing has always been uh, draws a crowd, so it'll be awesome to see what the the strongest of men can do when they face off against each other. But uh, yeah, should be big, should it? Yeah, should be big, mate. Yeah, well, uh, let's move on to some, the recent week of AFL. Uh, first of all, first of all, I want to start off with what jersey are you wearing today, mate? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, I can't believe we haven't uh, acknowledged this, mate. Uh, well, let's just say I'm wearing the, in my opinion, the goat of NBA basketball jersey, mate. Mr. Michael Jeffrey Jordan here. The, the goat of NBA basketball. The goat. The top dog. Mate, the Bulls looks good on me as well. The 23. They're a shit franchise. <laughs> They're a shit franchise. They were before Jordan got there. Let's old, just say the that. The Goats all comes with the show, mate. Hey, the travelling cocaine circus before Jordan is there, mate. mate. The show is where it's at. The show. <laughs> well, it's not because of LeBron. Not, mate. It's because of magic, mate. After, he made the show. After LeBron wins the next three chips, we'll all be done, mate. We'll all be done. You can dream, mate. You can dream. But uh, let's get straight into the AFL. Boy, oh boy, what a round that was, eh, to kick things off. What yeah. did you think of it? Yeah, it was great to uh, have the footy back on the on the screen. Um, awesome to see. Like, uh, there's a few upsets in there. Um, yes, get around the sunnies. Yeah, and we also started things off with a draw, which was a bit interesting. Yeah, we'll get straight into that game, actually. Collingwood uh, Richmond, Thursday night. Thursday night, big block, big blockbuster. It was touted but, as a massive blockbuster, but, but it, it didn't did, impress. It didn't impress to, to many, yeah. So, what's your, what are your thoughts on the game? Well, first of all, let's uh, score recap. It was 36 all. Uh, um, pretty, Collingwood had the first half their way. In, uh, first quarter, they looked very good. as well, yeah. 20, was it 25 to 1? Yeah, side body. He looked like yeah. a spider. Yeah, he, he was. was spider. Yeah. yeah, it was just crawling around. Hey, you, know, you know why I recognise this uh, side body the least? Probably not, if not the best on the ground, one of the best. Uh, he he just kept getting onto my skin the whole game, man. I was like, I was getting infuriated by the egg, mate. I was like, can this guy get the bloody hell off the field, mate? This guy is getting under my skin. He's bringing back that 2018 career best form where he was second in the Brownlow. Yeah, it's looking man. good. Yeah, but I tell you what, I was really impressed with Booz by your guys as um your defense. That was solid. As I a thought rock, our man. back one was very good. You definitely matched us. Um, Jeremy Howe was magnificent. Yeah, he was. Yeah, in um, if sent half back. Um, but He's yeah. all Australian this year coming up for Big Jezza. Yeah. First one. By looks of things. By looks Finally, of things, yeah. hopefully, if he keeps that form going. Yeah, he's not. He's not just. Uh, he's more than just a marking freak yeah. now. He's actually. Oh, he's always been a fucking superstar, but yeah, just hasn't been noticed as much. Like in 2017, he was robbed of mark of the year, and I thought he should have been all Australian that year as well. Yeah, he's, a, he's obviously the best mark in the league, but now he's showing me why he's more than just that. He, he has been good in the last you know year or so, uh, defending-wise, but yeah, now he's yeah, he's just he was blocking off anything for Richmond forwards, and uh, yeah. Uh, who else was uh, Cormier? Uh, probably Pendlebury. Yeah, Pendlebury. Yeah, he played well. 
Still to this day, mate, he shows me why he's got the most time as a player, mate. He just always makes the right decisions. Well, it's not just that. He always finds the space to make the right decisions. I thought yeah. Bacal was very good off halfback for Richmond. Yeah, he was. Yeah, like, And Nick Floston as well. Yeah. yeah. Ba- I just real like, oh, I knew Bacal was always a good player, but just watching him on Thursday, I was like, this guy is a fucking superstar, mate. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. he's really great for Richmond. Yeah, he's he's very been, underappreciated. He's a very good yeah. player. Like, I'm he's, happy he got his first All Australian last he's year. Got he age, it. He's yeah. got better with age, definitely. He's got better with age. But um, who was there? Anyone else that um really caught your eye? Or oh, I thought Tubby had a good second quarter. Mm-hmm. Couple of goals from free kicks, but they yeah. were free kicks. But that's yeah. fine. I tell you what, uh, I would usually be a bit more lenient towards my side, but that uh, mark that Higgins took that was. Uh, Paid. That was that was in row Z. Yeah, <laughs> was in row Z. <laughs> but uh, that was stiff on your guys's behalf, and I thought, yeah, the Pies should have won that. But it's always with Higgins, mate, against Collingwood. Yeah, but I tell you what, though, it's just it's weird when you like think of like in retrospect, mate. You think about all the different variables that could have gone differently, and what a different outcome they could have made. Like, there's so many opportunities for I think, the team. I think a draw was the best result in the end because. Collingwood dominate the first quarter. We did, and um, but I think Richmond were probably better the last two and a half quarters. But it's just they weren't great, but they were a bit more solid than Collingwood. I tell you what, though, because Collingwood didn't score a goal after half time. If it so. was longer quarters, I can see Richmond winning that game. Probably, but yeah, because our defense was a brick wall, so I'm still not giving them the chocolates. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But like, usually, let's see. So a game it was uh, 64 minutes, right? It's four quarters, 16. Usually it'd be 80, and um. You can see, like, that's in the prime. That's just... In that last quarter, we would have... We were catching our right. And that's, like, the usual third quarter, right? The normal, or, like, just past the third quarter. And um, that's when we usually, like, catch up. Because we got the, we can we have the energy to go all day, right? Who was disappointing for you? Disappointing? That's an interesting question. I didn't really take too many notes on disappointing players, but... Who, who was disappointing for you? Oh, I thought Josh Thomas was very good. Cool uh, i tell you what... Uh, didn't do much. I hope um, Stevenson gets back in for him. Actually, yeah. Um, probably Dusty was a bit under... Yeah, under, Dusty wasn't under himself. Yeah. Jack Rayvo as well. He looked washed. Yeah, he did. Yeah, the both of them were missing targets. That goal, right. he could have kicked from 30 metres down the yeah. last to seal the win. Yeah. yeah. All uh, he had to do was kick through the footy and then big Darcy Cameron takes a mark <laughs> off the goal line. <laughs> like, was that a like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, they're both pretty underperforming from those blokes, but obviously I can say that's bouncing back next I'm going to make a controversial call. You might not like it, but I'll oh, tell you... Well, who, well, it's about the Tigers, obviously. Yeah, but I'll it. tell you who I think's a very overrated player. Sydney Stack. Sydney Stack. I thought he did nothing. Probably had like five disposals. And, you know, all he's ever done in his career was one big bu- bump over Jack Viney, <laughs> and then <laughs> everyone cool. touts him as all <laughs> stacky, stacky. <laughs> but, yeah, look... Did you have the pink hair out there? I think nah. you, did, you dyed it back. But, like... Yeah. The guy didn't even get drafted in his draft year. Richmond had to pick him up in the supplements thing. So if he was that good, he would have got drafted, even though he was a dickhead off the field. Wait, so how's he overrated? I just feel like he's an overrated so footballer. So if because he, he, he didn't get drafted, that makes him overrated. Well, yeah. Well, what are you, what are you coming like, from Richmond, here? Richmond fans overrate him and think, oh, stack, stack, stack. But yeah, I must admit we do. But like all he's ever done that's a great highlight is that bump on Jack. Well, Marley. dude, honestly, he's, mate, be ready for the I against the Hawks next week. He's gonna he's gonna show up. Oh, I hope he does because he hasn't impressed me in the first two. I tell you, oh, also sure. who was a bit underperforming um, is probably Pickett as well. Um, yeah, Pickett was. Uh, look, honestly, it's only his like well, third, it's his third game of third footy. Game, yeah, him, yeah, Stack's in his twentieth, but I don't honestly, know the way uh, with Stack. Stack was had a good block of games last year, but then he 
went missing. So I don't know. He's played twenty odd games, but I still I expect more from Sydney Stack. That's why I'm harsh on him at the moment. Yeah, I don't see him as that overrated though. He will come back next week though. In I don't know. We'll see. He will. Yeah, he will. Uh, well, let's go into that Friday night blockbuster that was actually a pretty decent game. Probably not if you're a Hawks supporter, but um, yeah, the Hawks ended up um, pretty much trouncing on. Oh, the jeez, Ge- the Hawks. The Geelong Cats actually ended up trouncing on the Hawks. Uh, what was the final score? 100 and- 108 to 47. 108 um, first 47. time since round three, 2006, that these two teams have played in Geelong. Yeah, I know. So it's the Cats made up for lost time without a. Um, yeah, yeah, they looked. Uh, Cats were pretty decent. I thought the first half Hawthorne were in it. They were playing some pretty yeah. good footy. Yeah, they were. It was, and they brought it back in the second quarter as well. Yeah, yeah. But Geelong just overrun them because Hawthorne looked like in the second half they stopped trying. Yeah, there was exactly. no pressure yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty much all Geelong for the second. And half. Geelong were just uh, uh, running around freely. Like you look at Ablett. Mm-hmm. Gary Ablett's one of the best users of of a football going around ever. Yeah, and he was on the half forward line by himself, just running around plonking along, doing whatever he wanted to do. Exactly, yeah. He set up probably three goals and he kicked two himself. And mm-hmm. there was no pressure on. No one was locking him up. And when you're arguably one of the greatest players of all time, you need someone locking you up, even if yeah. you're 36 or you're bloody 23. Like, yeah. In the forward joke. line, also, Grime Myers looked good around the contest as Grime well. Myers was great. Yeah, yeah, kick three. Selwood. Selwood was Selwood, back. Mate, he's in back. the guts. Yeah. Joel Selwood had a great game. I just want to say one thing about the Hawks. Mm-hmm. Um, thought they Back line was too tall. Too tall? Yeah, because you got four tolls in there. You got Sam Frost, McAvoy, mm-hmm. Stratton, Sicily's big. Yeah. And then you've got another toll. Um, another toll. And so they have like. They have that. like five tolls. Mm. And I'm just looking at it like. You're not going to match up against You're not going to match up against Geelong small forwards yeah, when the exactly. ball hits the ground. Like you look at Grime Myers, Ablett, they were just running around freely. Yeah. yeah. And Ben McAvoy against Richmond this week, he needs to go back in the ruck. He, he can't yeah. be playing fullback. Yeah. He's too slow. Mm. Like, when the ball's in the air one-on-one, he's going to win. He's a good one-on-one player. But when the ball hits the ground, he's just too slow. He's got no pace. He just gets run around easily. And the Geelong players just took full advantage of him playing at fullback. Uh, well, just one final talking point. Uh, the Burgoyne's uh, dangerous tackle on Dangerfield, the sling tackle, uh, do you reckon it deserved a week? I think it did. Yeah, I thought, you know, you drive his head into the ground. Dangerfield did get up and he looked a bit dazed. When he yeah, got he up, and yeah. he played on. Yeah, but I, honestly, yeah, it did look pretty bad. It it's did. not a good yeah. look. I've seen, I've seen ones that are less worse. I've seen tackles that are wor- at least worse than that, yeah. and they've been given given weeks. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just feel like it was a bit of leniency towards Bergwijn because I know he's a nice guy and everything, yeah. but it definitely deserved a week for me. Yeah, um, I agree with that. And also, uh, you can see players like Mitch Robinson making a mockery of that, like. Oh, we're allowed to do uh, like dangerous sling tackles in. Yeah, yeah, because I saw, you know, how McGovern got a week for his punch on yeah, Sexton. Yeah, yeah. All the West Coast fans were like on Insta, oh, Victorian bias again. <laughs> if, he's not, if he's not number nine for Hawthorne, oh, all the stuff, <laughs> they were really angry about that. Yeah. Yeah, but 100% Bergwijn deserved a week. I don't care if you're a nice guy or the worst guy in the AFL, that deserved a week. It, it was probably not, a, in my opinion, wasn't a definitive, like, straight away, like, boom, week for Bergoin. Yeah. But, like, it could have been deliberated between, like, the... Um... Then he got rid of the ball and he just drives his head into the ground. Yeah, exactly, yeah. There's no... It should have been a week, pretty but... Nasty. Oh, well. Bergoin um, gets to play against the Tigers on Thursday. Um, also, quickly, uh, Brisbane defeated Fremantle at the Gabba, 81-69. to Also, uh, in the Saturday, off, um, Saturday afternoon, um, uh, by one point... 
The D's got up against the Blues. What are your thoughts, mate? Um, well, I thought Carlton were horrendous. Came out very bad in the first mate, quarter. They, they proved why the D's proved why they were a top eight side I don't in the think first so. half. I don't the first so. half. No. The second half, I don't know I what think, the fuck I, happened I, to the D's. I think Carlton were witches' hats. <laughs> I thought that was terrible. So you reckon Carlton? Carlton were disgraceful in the first quarter. There was no pressure. They didn't even look like it. They fought their way back in the game, but they still lost. You know, Cripps. I reckon Cripps went forward and missed two sitters, which yeah. should should kick as. Play, yeah, Chris, mate, let down the Blues, mate. Of all the he kicked people. one, but he missed two easy ones. And I just think, King you know, Cooper. if I'm a Carlton fan, I'm not going to be happy that we came back and only lost by a point. I, yeah. I want wins now. We've had enough. I'm not a Carlton fan, but I'm, I'm pretending to be a Carlton fan. Yeah, yeah. We've yeah. had enough of suffering if we're Carlton fans. We don't need, we don't need to lose these games all the time now. We want, we want wins. If I'm a Carlton fan. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, um, they they did give him shit on the Facebook page. I went on the Facebook page and they were ripping into the Blues fans. Yeah, I reckon. However, though, I disagree with. Yeah, you could say yeah, the Carlton were playing like which these did look all right. Yeah, like, you can't like give credit where credit's due. Like Pachaka made like Gorn look good. Like yeah, they're that, soft though, mate. The way they let Carlton come back and just stop. Oh, dude, I don't know. They just look like they just look like they've. Petrarca, Petrarca, Christian Petrarca. I will admit has. Arrived. He is fucking good. That he, boy. He, this is. He's a bull. He's too yeah. big in the guts. Yeah. He's. He's. This. He's tight. He's coming to play now. Uh, Another talking point I want to talk about about that game is Jacob Wiedering. I've been yes, very okay, harsh on yes. him in past years as a number one pick. I expect more from him as a centre half back. But the last two games, he is a right. He actually did. Uh, I tell you what. He I, is a right. I don't rate Tom McDonald as a good forward. But he did keep Tubby goalless in round he one. He did. As well. Yes. And I. I can see why people. I can. St- I'm starting to come around to the fact why he was an early, uh, early pickup that's, in the draft. That's a positive sign for the Blues. Yeah, because I've been. I've recently, in recent times, been really harsh on Wiedering. I've never rated him as a player. I think I still don't think he's. I think not, he's coming. I don't think he's still in the number one draft pick in his draft. But um, he looked. He looked good. He's been looking good. So I can't really fault him how he's been playing. But yeah, the D's got up by points. What do you think about? The Melbourne players singing the song before Gorn came in. Yeah, I watched that and I was like, honestly, sure. in, in the moment, it didn't really bother me. I thought it was kind of funny because. But like, I look back on it, I think, you, surely you know your captain. Yeah, they probably didn't. Your captain. I know you probably didn't even realize. I reckon they. I think. I think they already. They, they knew they won it by the like the half half time. Yeah, I wasn't happy with Melbourne. I reckon it's showing a lack of awareness, yeah. and you got to know. They jumped the up. gun a bit that game yeah. in the second half, and I reckon they played sloppy, just yeah. sloppy football. Like they're just letting Carlton have all of it. Well, they need to improve against Essendon, that's for sure. They need to play a full yeah. game. Yeah, I didn't actually, I I didn't watch the Saturday night showdown, but I watched a different game. But uh, uh, what was your thoughts on the showdown between the Port Adelaide and Adelaide Crows? Oh, I thought Port. I'm actually sold on Port. You sold? I liked what I saw. Yeah. That, that, that draft young, that, in 2018. Yeah, they're young Connor guns Rosie, are good, yeah. Xavier Dersma, Zach Butters, they were magnificent for Port Adelaide. Oh, sorry. Uh, also, their final score was 100. Uh, the Port defeated uh, the Crows 110 to 35. Uh, sorry. I just, yeah. yeah. Continue. Yeah. I thought that was great from Port Adelaide. And even though yeah, even though they didn't play much, and they didn't play much in round one as well, Gold Coast, to uh, expect to be a bottom four team again. Yeah. St- winning form is good form and I think Port Adelaide I'm pretty sold on them they oh, definitely capitalised against yeah. the, the, the lesser team crowd I do want to see him take a scalp though soon and yeah. beat a big side but I'm I'm liking what I'm seeing from Port I reckon they can be a top 8 team now yep. I, I wish I put them in my 8 now 
That's for sure. Yeah, honestly, they look they look pretty good. Uh, they're young guns. You're talking about like Dozmo, um, Rosie, and Zach Butters look really good. How Connor about that Butters goal, mate? Oh, yeah, yeah they fucking Connor Rosie's a fucking superstar, mate. Yeah, oh, he looks he's good. Good gonna have a contest. magnificent career. And I can agree. I can agree with what Kane Corn said of that Carlton picked the wrong bloke when they picked Sam Walsh. Yeah, because right now I'm picking I'm picking Connor Rosie over Sam Walsh. Yeah. yeah, Sam Walsh. He didn't. He looked pretty poor against the days. It wasn't. He wasn't like. He lacked no. composure yeah, in that exactly. last yeah. couple of minutes. He, he, well, he was he finding the ball, ball but up yeah, and he hit lever up. Yeah, he was finding, but just, his decision making was not the best. I don't know. I'm loving Rosie. I'm loving All right, it. let's get into the talking point match of the round. Uh, the big upset. The Gold Coast Suns overdid the West Coast Eagles. A massive scalp for the Suns. 90-46, mate. What are your thoughts on this? Well, my thoughts on it is, wow-wee. The Gold Coast Suns. What a scalp they just took. Mate, they finally arrived after yeah. nine years, and, ten years in the league, eh? I was just watching it. I was like, oh, I saw West Coast. Uh, I saw Gold Coast in front in the first quarter. And I was like, oh, West Coast? What's happening there? What's happening with them? And then Gold Coast kicked like four in a row. And they got up to a lead like, Jesus Christ, they might win this game. They like, look good, didn't they? They're they just, did. Early in the game, mate. That's, I was impressed because the Eagles only had one lead for the whole the whole match. They wanted I, it more than West Coast. Yeah, they did, 100%. The Eagles just looked a bit tired. They didn't and look tired. They just looked a bit... Staying in that hub. They didn't look very... Uh, they were very non-aware. Like, and I think the dewy conditions didn't suit West Coast game yeah. as well because mm. they liked the high-marking game in the air, but it was a bit dewy and it, they couldn't... They're big boys like Barras... McGovern, they couldn't take big marks in the back yeah. line. Well, a few days prior, the Suns uh, were training in uh, torrential like rain conditions, and um, they they were set. They looked settled uh, but, during Saturday but night. But you're missing out on the one thing. Wow, we Matthew Rao, the number one pick from the 2019 draft. How good was he, mate? He looks outstanding, mate. He was bullying. Elliot Yo in the midfield. Actually, <laughs> he was just bullying them, and it's in his second game. Mate, you can see Shuin having a glance over at him, like, "Wow, boy, this guy is good. He's he's he's, he's tearing them apart. Yeah, he's gonna get three brown legs in his second yeah. game. Yeah, that's crazy. That, that was insane. Like, just looking at him, you, oh, it was just magnificent. Mate, like, even Joel Selwood tweeted on Saturday night. It's like. I can't wait to watch this kid Matt Rowe play for the next fifteen years. Yeah, it's it's going oh it's going to be a magnificent career. Yeah, dude, like three votes in your second AFL game, mate. This guy's even Anderson looked great as well. Yeah, he did. Yeah, kicked he, a nice goal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The positive positive future for the Gold Coast Suns. Yeah, uh, the only thing that could prevent them like is is hopefully... their kids leave. That's yeah, exactly, the only thing that's exactly. Yeah, been good. You know, you got, um, also um, he's played for a few seasons. Lockie Weller looked really silky yeah. out there. I, he's starting I, to. He played in the State of Origin match, and we were like, who is this bloke? But, well, from what I saw Saturday night, uh, this guy was, was top-notch. He's starting to show why Gold Coast gave up pick two for him. Yes. Yeah. Frio wanted pick two for Lockie Weller, which you wouldn't usually give up for a Lockie Weller-type yeah, exactly. pick two. Yeah. But Gold Coast took a stand, and they're like, here you go, this guy wants to come to my come, come to our club, we'll give up pick two. And he's, he's doing well for them. Mm-hmm. Good on him. I think he's a good player, Lucky Weller. Yeah, I reckon if you you put the three best sons in there, you're definitely going to have to put Rao, Weller, uh, Weller and Anderson or Sam Day. Sam Day yeah. looked good in Sam the Sam Day was good, yeah. yeah. What do you reckon about the Eagles? Do you reckon they can, they'll bounce back? Yeah, I do. I do reckon they'll bounce back. Yeah, they're back. too good of a team. I got them into some premiers. Yeah. 
to lose the Gold Coast in the first game. Yeah, you haven't doesn't look good. Doesn't look good. <laughs> doesn't look good on my behalf. <laughs> yeah, I'm confident with them. You know, mate, they've got a fantastic list. Mate, They'll bounce back. Your uh, resume for your predictions. Right? Yeah, they're not it's looking tatters, too good mate. at the moment. Tatters, they're not looking mate. too good. But yeah. I'm confident in West Coast. They're a great team. Got a fantastic list. They'll bounce back. Yeah, I think but, they just look very not aware out there, and they're just like they weren't paying attention to like what potential but, the Suns team could actually have but the Suns they can go free in one year next two weeks Adelaide which they should win at home and yeah. they've got Frio at home as well so the Suns could be sitting here after four four rounds three and one like they just were last year so yeah positive future for the Gold Coast Suns they're going to do some damage this year as well alright uh, let's go to the Sunday games um, North Melbourne overdid the Giants geez, top the, four um, top four contenders GWS 80 to 60 well, my thoughts on this game. That was an upset, but I thought GWS came out flat at the start. I thought they were, they, they just weren't working for each other as hard, and I thought North Melbourne brought the physicality, which they always do. North are a very physical side. Yeah, They There's, look good under the leadership of Reese Shaw as well. Yeah, I love it. Gotta love Reese. Love the Kangas. <laughs> I thought Cam Zerha was a great for North Melbourne, the yeah. ball. Yeah, he was did. magnificent. I just thought... You know, it was pretty even Stevens in the third corner. I just thought North tweaked something and they just wanted it more and they was tougher and it just weared down on the Giants and the Giants could had no answers for North Melbourne's pressure. Yeah, well, that's another upset for both of us as we both tip GWS. But uh, but you got to look at North. Gee, they're looking they're yep. looking quite good. All right. Uh, uh, the Essendon Bombers defeated the uh, Sydney Swans by a goal, 79-73. Close what? match. Pat Darcy Parrish, eh? Darcy what a Parrish clutch goal. Yeah. His last quarter was magnificent. Yeah, the does. first three yeah. quarters, he didn't really do much. But, wow, wee, that last quarter, he really brought the Bombers home yeah, with Merritt as well. Mm. Merritt was fantastic in that last quarter. Yeah, yeah. That goal, though, would give Sheedy a run for his money, that's for sure. Give <laughs> Sheedy <laughs> Nah, but not a, big enough, not a bigger occasion, but that was a fucking great goal from Parrish. Yeah. Merritt for sure. looked pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Merritt, Merritt was fantastic. Yeah. Um, McGrath and Shiel. Yeah, midfield looking, was great for the Bombers, which yeah. I said la- on last week's episode. They'll win the midfield battle and yeah, they'll, they'll get them across the line. Yeah. So, get around me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wait, who were some disappointments in your uh, in your eyes? From that game? Yeah, from that game. I thought Haney was a bit disappointed. Yeah, Haney, I yeah. thought I think he did suffer a little knock. Yeah. And I don't know, but he only kicked one. But I don't know. I thought. What about Luke Parker? He was. Well, he, was he started well. He yeah, started so very well. strong, but yeah. he drifted out of the game a he bit. He did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And uh, this is not a dig, but I think Heppel. You know, Heppel wasn't bad or he wasn't great, but I think he looked a bit proppy, don't you reckon? When he was, he couldn't really run, like burst out from. You know, he just had his oh, ankle yeah. surgery. Yeah. Okay. I think Heppel like looked a bit proppy. Yeah, he, he did. Couldn't really run stuff. Yeah, like, especially when he was like running um, up the field, you could see. Yeah, he, he just, just looked proppy. He couldn't burst away. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like he usually yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think they might have. They shouldn't have probably. I think. Played Heppel, I think. But, uh, I think the other midfielders like. Um, yeah. compensated for that. Though. Yeah, yeah. Shield, Merritt, yeah. Parish, and great McGraw out, were great. great out of stoppages. You know, just like the good destiny midfield. Uh, and also, it wasn't really an upset. Well, we both hit the dogs, but um, the Saints defeated the Bulldogs eighty-eight to forty-nine. Actually, a pretty pretty big margin. The there. Saints were magnificent, weren't they? Mm, yeah, they were. Well, the, their recruits were fantastic. Dan Butler, um, yeah. Zach Jones, tore West the mm-hmm. Western Bulldogs apart. Yeah. Um, Ryder was good on the ruck. Couple of nice taps. Uh, who are, I found that uh, Hunter Clark did all right. Hunter Clark, he's yeah. a great player. Yeah. yeah, can use the footy. That's for sure. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's the Saints. I think I think it was similar in talk with the Carlton Melbourne game. I feel like 
Saints played pretty good, but I feel like the Dogs played pretty poor. The Dogs were very poor. There yeah. was no hunger. There was yeah. no fight. There was no toughness in the midfield. Their, their potential, sure. they just not show any of it. Like, uh, and I think the Dogs really picked the wrong side because they had Tobin McLean waiting in the wings. They picked Ryan Gardner over Zane Cordy. Yeah, and no, that, Jackson was a, that was a mistake, yeah. It's the, I think Bevo picked the wrong side because I think, you know, for the game against the Giants this week, they need to pick Jackson Trengo to give Tim English a chop out in the ruck because Tim yeah. English is just getting bullied by the, in the ruck every single week. Like, Ryder and Marshall bullied him. Grundy bullied him the week before. Yeah, Tim yeah. English needs a chop out. He needs some help in the ruck because the dogs' mids can't keep... The dogs' mids can't capitalise because... They're not getting the ball down their throats. Yeah. Well, what are your thoughts on Bailey Smith taking like the rover position instead of uh, Jack McRae? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Because I think the game was a bit out of the balance. So I reckon Bevo just probably thought we'll give Bailey Smith some more time in the midfield. Yeah. And put McRae to a wing. But I reckon once this week, at the st- when it's hot at the start, they'll put McRae back in the middle. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I- Bailey Smith... Good player, isn't he? Yeah, he's good. Playing some yeah. great footy. He's looking yeah. like a super coach upgrade at the moment. Yeah, he is. But he's um, very good. Yeah, yeah, honest, but overall disappointing from the dogs. So we can't. The dogs, out. they yeah. need to pull their finger out. Yeah, because they're sitting, series, like, sitting at the bottom now. Like, this season could slip real quickly. It's go time for them. Yeah, yeah. they need to. Uh, they don't need to necessarily beat GWS this week, but they need to just show some hunger and show the fight that they're ready for the contest. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. they can't afford to get balanced. They look, yeah, they look out. soft out there. Just... Yeah, they just look very soft. They need to bring back Liberatore this week for a bit of grunt around the footy. Yeah. And yeah, they need to bring some boys like Toby McLean and maybe Tory Dixon back in that side and Trengo. All right, just quickly, our tips for the next round. Uh, we'll go, we'll go um, one than the other. So I'll go first thing you. Uh, so. Thursday night, we've got the Richmond Tigers versus the Hawthorne Hawks. I've got the Tigers by 20 points. I've got Richmond by 36. I reckon they'll just bury the Hawks. Um, GWS versus the Bulldogs on Friday night. I've got the Giants bouncing back and winning by 17 points. I think the Dogs will put in a solid performance. But yeah, same. I've got the Giants, the Giants by still 11. Win. I've got the Giants by 11. As I agree with you, with the Dogs will put in a good effort, but the Giants will just get the better of them in the end. Uh, North Melbourne versus Sydney. I've got North by 16 after that stellar performance last week. I reckon they're going to back it up uh, again at um, in Sydney. So, yeah. Um, I've got North as well by 23 points. I reckon they'll just carry on the great form they're in at the moment. Yeah. Um, uh, honestly, I it's a weird one for me because I, I don't know where North could end up. Like, they could end up at the they top, could be at the top of the top. Big. Yeah. Or they could just... I reckon they're going to be around the finals. They, they could sneak yeah. in. Yeah, they could sneak in. They're playing some very good footy. Yeah. Um, um, Collingwood versus Saints. This is actually going to be a good game. It I, will be. I yeah. reckon the Pies will win by 21. But I reckon, the, I reckon the Saints will give us a little scare. So we're going to be on our game, that's for sure. But I reckon we'll get up by 21, the Pies. I reckon you guys are going to win by a couple goals. I reckon, I reckon you got it just... Even though the Saints could give you a scare, but I think you're going to get the better of them. Yeah. Um... We've got another GMHBA game for the Cats. Geelong vs. Carlton. I've got... This is going to be another pretty easy matchup for the Cats. And I've got Geelong by 49. Yep, I've got Geelong by 53. I think they're just going to bury Carlton. Yeah. Carlton had their chance to win last week. Also, quick PSA. I just... I'd keep an eye on Applet this week. If they don't... If they treat them like they did last week... Yeah. 
He can be a big super coach scorer. Do not let the goat run freely, Carlton. Listen to me. Do not <laughs> let the goat run freely. He mate, will we, tear wait, you apart. We can't lo- we can't use that term loosely around here. The goat, mate. It's an open ended argument, yes, debate, it's mate. It's Gaza, mate. It's Gaza, the goat of this generation. The oh, goat. mate. Wait, we're not putting any definitive answers on that question. Well, mate. I'm answering it, and it's Gaza. Oh, shut up, mate. <laughs> we just say he's one of the greatest. I'll call him the greatest, but go on. Oh, next, fuck. next game. Okay, all right. Mate, uh, you're a go, mate. Oh, yep. So we got West Coast versus Brisbane. I think West Coast are too good of a team to lose again. I, I know it's in Brisbane. Uh, Brisbane's going to be a good team, but I think West Coast going to bounce back. Even though they don't have McGovern, I think the stars in the midfield are going to get them across the line here, and they'll beat the Brisbane Lions by 13 points. Yeah, after that horrendous performance last week, it could be it could be viewed, because Brisbane's such a good team, though, it could be viewed as an upset to pick the Eagles, but the Eagles will bounce back. I, I'm tipping them by 17. Wait, what did you tip them by? I didn't hear. I didn't 13. Know. 13, yeah. Um, yeah, I think they're bouncing back. I think they've got too strong of a midfield to not bounce back. And they got, they're, I tell you what, they're, they're awake now, mate. If they're not woke yeah. now, they should be. Because after that, Another strong week in the hub. thrashing Gold Coast game. They'll be ready, the Eagles. All right. Uh, and we've also got the, the Coast, the Gold Coast versus the Adelaide Crows. I've got the Gold Coast. I honestly, I wouldn't pick pick the uh, Gold Coast to go back to back in such, but uh, but if it was against like a top team. But the Crows, mate, I, I agree with you. They're not going to be a good team, so I reckon they're going to overrun the Crows. It's going to be a pretty easy match for them. And I got to say, Gold Coast by thirty three. However, I was I continue saying, um, if it was like a top team, like a it was a top four like contending team, I would I wouldn't say the Gold Coast would back it up. However, but yeah, that's against the Crows, so they're going to win. Yeah. Um, I've also got Gold Coast carrying on from last week. I think Matty Rowe's going to have another big one, and the Suns will win by 27. Mm. Watch out for big Sammy Day. He's looking good this year. Yeah. I reckon the big fellas can Honestly, and also, uh, one of my super coach midfielders, Bain Ainsworth. Are you trading him or are you keeping him? I'm keeping him, keeping and he's going to go off this week, 100%. Right. Benny Ainsworth. That little spark, that last quarter game him last week, he's going to carry it on to this week, and he's going to kick a massive oh, he's bag. Sh- he's a shit truck. He's going to kick a bag. You listen to me, mate. Alright, uh, <laughs> right, so the next game Last game of the round Second last Essendon Oh yeah, sorry versus, that, Essendon versus the D's I'm tipping the Bombers It's 18 points for me I, I don't I, Nothing mm. like, no, I didn't like anything about Melbourne's game last week And I think the Bombers will win by 18 points Sorry D's fans Not a big fan I'm going to have to disagree mate I'm going to uh, I can't It's too close to call for me I could end up being a draw, but... Do you think uh, it'll be a close one? A close... I think either team by less than five points. Yeah, I, actually, I'll probably go to D's, probably. But, yeah, I, honestly, that first half, I even know the Carlton play like... Which is I'm, ha- not, I'm you not cannot score. I'm not you cannot score it. nearly 50 points in a I half of football on it. I'm not if your team it. plays slightly above better than the other team. You cannot... Carlton were yeah. witches' hats. They, they were witches' hats. The D's run it too smoothly for them to not... Challenge the bombers this week, and oh, I tracks needs to have a monster game again. If these want to, oh, he up. will. Gorney needs to kill Bell Chambers. Oh, God, I don't know if Gorn will do too well, but Petrarca's Petrarca's come back. Petrarca's did look good. That's the only thing I like about the D's at the moment. Christian Petrarca, yeah, he has arrived. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and right, get um, through the last game of the round. Uh, last game of the round is the Fremantle Dockers taking on the Port Adelaide Power. I've got. Honestly, this is going to surprise you, this tip. And it would surprise a lot of people. It's not... The tip is obviously going to be poor because it's played in a hub situation on the Gold Coast. But I'm not tipping by a big margin here. I'm tipping by five points. 
and you could I, I don't know about your tip but my tips are small margin only because I can see um, not free it's going to be pretty low scoring in my oh, I'm loving what I'm seeing from Freo for the last the yeah exactly games. I, I think I the, think the new coach the, yeah exactly uh, Longmuir and the combination between Fife and uh, Sonny Walters looks really good at the moment really, really solid I yeah I think people would pick Port by a lot of points here but I wouldn't be so sure I would like hold your horses on this one because Freo could give him a good challenge here and um but I think Port will just get the better of yeah, in the end. I think Port Adelaide by 14 points to win this game. I think Freo is going to put a good performance. And for, here we go. I want to shout out my boy James Aish from Collingwood. <laughs> came across the Fremantle. He looks year. good. He's playing half back. Uh, he's playing on the wing ish. On the wing, half yeah. Back. yeah. He, 26 as well the other day. I did give him a lot of shit while I was at Collingwood because he's a fringe player, but he's got a bigger role at Freo and he's playing some really good footy. So, Aishi, good on you, mate. If you're watching, obviously not. He looks like a better man. He looks like a better man out there, man. He's and Fife and Walters, you are stars, but I think Port's going to get over the line. Connor Rosie, you're ready to go. Wow. Um, right as we're filming this right now, huge news coming out of the Richmond camp. Apparently, the superstar, uh, superstar Dustin Martin will probably miss out this week with rib soreness. That is a shock. Dusty, Dusty's the, one of the most durable players of all time. I know. Yeah, he doesn't get he injured doesn't too miss often. Very often. I'll tell you what, on air right now, I feel like... I still think Rich could This could be... I'm a bit sceptical of this. I feel like... Do you reckon he could be going back to New Zealand since the restrictions of ease? See his dad? Uh, it's been a while. Dude, I'm actually serious on this. It's maybe, been a while. Maybe. Like, I, he, probably, he probably did get a whack. I think it's just giving him load management, mate, like Hawaii, just saying. Yeah, Dusty, it, go, it, take some like, Yeah, exactly. You can't just say he's going to be admitted for... Like, yeah. But honestly, I can see... I can, I'm a, bit, a little bit sceptical of this, but... Because Hawthorne, it's, it could be an easy matchup for Richmond, so I can see why he's doing this, but it, uh, who knows? Oh, I can see it as well, because Richmond's on a very family club. Like, yeah. they, they care a lot about their players. And he, he wouldn't have seen Shane in ages. Yeah. Mate, it, yeah. it might be. It might yeah. be. We're just, this is just improv coming off the top Speculating, of our heads Speculating, right but now. it could, yeah. hap- it could yeah. be. It could be, that's but for sure. But we only just found, about, found out about this, so huge news for Richmond. I th- it, it might change the outcome. Uh, not the outcome, but it could affect the... Match up a little bit, but uh, this sucks. I need him for Supercoach. <laughs> oh. Dude, actually, thinking about that, a lot of people are gonna be in a bit of turmoil now. I'm gonna have to play Crocker shit again. Damn it, Ben Crocker. <laughs> he might even get dropped. <laughs> <laughs> Can have a doughy mate in the forward line. Oh, shit, so yeah. a doughy in the forward line there. Uh, but I think that's enough of AFL. Uh, moving on to rugby league, jumping into the NRL now. Um, Saturday, the South Sydney Rabbitohs versus the Gold Coast Titans. And there was one man that performed fantastic. And yeah. that was Latrell Mitchell. Yeah. The guy that we've given, given a lot of shit to the last few weeks. But he's finally arrived as a fullback. Yeah, definitely showed us up. And I'll tell you what, it, that looked classic Latrell Mitchell. Uh, but he was playing it in the fullback role this time. And um, yeah, the Rabbitohs got over the Titans 32 to 12. All, pretty much all over the on the back of uh, Latrell. He looked, he looked like a smooth move there out Three there. Three tries, and a try. Yeah, he looked hot. And, um, mate, he's back. He's back. This, this could, uh, I mean, they didn't play against a great side, but he still proved that he is capable of yeah. doing a great it, job. I think it's just that, it gives him that confidence boost. Just to, It's um, taken him a while to adapt into the role as well. Yeah. But um, he's looking very good, Latrell. Yeah, he's looking very good. Uh, I think him matching up on the wings with Dane Gagai could be pretty... Be, Pretty big out there, honestly. They look like they work. I still well. think the Bunnies are going to be a good team. Yeah, year. they will. I reckon they'll make the finals. 
and I still reckon they're they're showing signs of yeah. promise. Uh, definitely under the um uh, under the head of um Wayne, Wayne Bennett. Wayne Bennett, yeah. But um also another game, another big game, the Newcastle Knights versus the Storm. Uh, Storm got up though. Of course we did. Of yeah. course we did. Yeah, of course. Classic yeah. Storm. You can't. One one game, the Storm was the Rabbits. Oh, the Storm have finished. Cameron Smith's too old. Oh, Craig Bellamy can't adapt <laughs> to the new rules. Look what happened, guys. Craig Bellamy has adapted to the new rules. The Melbourne Storm have, and we've won our last two games, and we're sitting in yeah. the top four at four and one. Cameron Smith looks good under the new, like the sped up game oh, style. Oh, that as well. first half, he was fantastic. Yeah, he good. tore them apart. Yeah, he looks good. He was fantastic, Smitty. Uh, Kalen Ponga, mate. Uh, signed a new deal. Oh, actually, the week. yeah, real quick. Kalen Ponga signs a new deal, a four and a half mil for over four years. What are your thoughts on that? Worth every cent of it. To be you honest. reckon? It's for the long run. He's going to be one of the best fullbacks in the comp in a couple of years. So, okay. yeah, okay. I'd give him that money. He's worth every well, cent. There's a lot of pressure on him now to live up to that contract because I. It's a very. It's uncertain for yeah. him. I, but it, he, it, he will be a gun, but... It, yeah. it is Newcastle. You've got to keep great talents like that at the team. Yeah, Newcastle's to. not a massive yeah. club. So. He's, he's a one-of-a-kind player. So. Yeah, it's it's very good. i tell you what, Connor... Um, Connor, Kalen Ponga had a bit of an error, though, with a kick early on um, that cost him a try. But I think, yeah, Storm uh, made the most of that error from Ponga. But, yeah, they he, he looked good out there. He had a couple of line breaks. He, he looks like a smooth mover once again. He just... It looks electric out there. He's... he's Pace like from like from um, standing stationary, just off the dot, mate. He's quick. It's just like you can find the gaps, even though the, even though they're very small. He's he's just he's a great player. He looks like he has a definitely a bright future ahead of him. Storm finish in the top four. Yep, they will. No, oh yeah, no surprise. Yeah. And they and they're in the top four currently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they look good um, once again. Munster, all star, looked amazing. But um, also. The Monday night clash that got postponed. Uh, the Roosters versus the Bulldogs. Mate, what are your thoughts on this? One name, James Tedesco. Mate, unbelievable. How good is he? Unbelievable. This guy is playing. How, He's a freak, how mate. How unbelievable have the Roosters been since the they've come back from the restrictions? Oh, they look like a different side, mate. They look like they're... The, 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 the powerhouse. Back, yeah, they look like the premiership. They are the favourites of the premiership, no oh, doubt. Oh, dude, mate. They just... Oh, my God. A hat trick from Tedesco, and he's a couple more as well. <laughs> Bro, it's like kept coming. Like where he's like, I I kept it in my head like, oh, he's done too much. He's a, he's a freak. He's done it all, and then he just uh, gets another try. I'm just like, what the fuck? Did he it, just Teddy? put that extra mayo on top. Oh, to, to show that he's the greatest fullback yeah, in the league, just, and it's not even close at the moment. Yeah, the Roosters have scored the 151 points now, like. Uh, in the whole season, so like they haven't conceded much as well, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, they've. I think it's been hundred. I conceded twelve against the Rabbitohs, six the other day, and zero. So they've conceded eighteen games in the last eighteen points in the last three games. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Crazy. And they've scored over a hundred. Yeah, mate, they're they're looking like great team, man. Like all the just like everyone on their team is performing well. Like you can't fault them. It's like Boy Boy Cordner. Flanagan. Flanagan, mate. Victor Radley, mate. They're all looking like in incredible shape right now. Like That three-peat's looking juicy. Just flowing along the line, man. Like, you cannot... Impenetrable line at the moment. And, like, they're looking... Like, just going one straight ahead... Um, one direction ahead, mate. And they look like they cannot be stopped. Uh, also, um, the Manly Seagulls got over... Uh, got the better of the, the Brisbane Broncos 2018. Was a bit contentious there, but uh, they got up. Broncos were stiff in that. Yeah, they were. 18-0 off. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, they were stiff. Feel sorry for them. 
Yeah, they've had no luck yeah. in recent times. Uh, the New Zealand Warriors defeated the North Queensland Cowboys 37-26. to Cowboys, a bit of worrying signs there for them. But uh, New Zealand played pretty well. Uh, another big game, the Parramatta Eels defeating top of the table clash, defeating the Panthers Panthers 16-10. Here we go, Mitchell Moses. Yeah, Eels came back. and yep. um, Buck. <laughs> That's such a Kiwi. It's my Kiwi oh, accent. They're looking great, the Parramatta Eels, aren't they? Yeah, they came back and um, yeah, they, and beat the Panthers, mate. Uh, once again, they look good. Uh, Mitchell Jennings looked good in the centres. Um, same with uh, Edric Lee. No, sorry, Edric Lee, mate. He plays for the Knights. Michael Jennings um, for the Eels. And um, Panthers just got a bit stiff there at the end, and um, the Eels got the better of them. Also, uh, the Raiders came back and defeated the West Tigers 14-6. It was good by the Raiders. They needed to put in a strong performance after it last week's loss. Back, yeah. They look, they look better. They were more physical, and Ricky Stewart was very happy with it after the game. Yeah. And uh, Dragons get their first to get a win on the board, finally. <laughs> oh, Paul McGregor. Paul McGregor is safe be, for another week. Oh, dude, you must be like... He is safe for another week. He must be like leaning back in his chair a little bit. He just breathes, excels. He but, looked defeated after that loss to the Bulldogs. He, oh, thought, he, he thought he was getting sacked yeah. himself. But yeah. after that... Bo- it was actually like a few protests. It's yeah. like wanting him to give it the sack. It's pretty much just given a second chance. Now he can just, he's free to do whatever he wants, you know, because oh, he, he thought he was getting sacked and now he's been given that second opportunity. He's just going to coach the way he wants to. And props to the Dragons. Good win, mate. On the edge of retrenchment, he's going to try and give it his all so he, so it doesn't happen. So it prevents from him getting the sack. And I reckon the Dragons... They'll have can, another win this week, I reckon, as well. I don't reckon, but yeah. All right, quickly with the tips uh, next week. Uh, uh, Thursday night clash, the Newcastle Knights versus the Broncos. I could say by a bigger margin, but I think the Knights are going to win by six. I think the Knights will win this one as well. Yeah, uh, uh, the Rabbitohs versus the New Zealand Warriors. I'm going to call it as a draw. A draw. Yeah, I feel uh, like the Rabbitohs. I it's think, a better team than the Gold Coast Titans for them, and I think it'll be a draw. I think the Rabbitohs will win this one, twenty to six. I think Latrell's going to have another fantastic performance and just lead that, lead that, lead them boys to victory again. Yeah, um, Panthers versus Storm. Storm, of course. Yeah, I'm I think the Storm, Storm will win this one 14 4. It'll be a tough scuffle. Oh, I, I said by 10 as well. I'd yeah. Say, yeah, yeah. I reckon it'll be a scuffle, be tough, fears, but I reckon the Storm will get up. They'll just find a way, which yeah. they always do. Uh, Gold Coast Titans versus St. Illawarra Dragons. What do you think? Dragons. I liked what I saw against the Cronulla Sharks. Ben Hunt playing in the, playing at hooker, the number nine, coming yeah. off the bench. I liked what I saw from yeah. Hunty. Yeah, I think he can put another strong performance. I think the Dragons can get up. Uh, Norman is the fullback. Look pretty good as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to be an upset here. I'm going the Titans by Titans. two. By two. Yeah, right. I feel like uh, the West Tigers versus the North Queensland Cowboys. What do you? Think? West Tigers. I reckon West Tigers. I Josh Reynolds looked good in the half. I last couldn't week. put a number on it, but I think West Tigers will get over that. Get over the line. Uh, the Roosters versus Eels, top of the uh, not top of the table. The two biggest teams two, at the moment, two, two best you'd yeah, say. Yeah, two informed teams I reckon at the moment. Yeah, um, I'm going to go the Roosters. I just think they've been that good the last three weeks. Parramatta's been a bit scratchy the last couple of weeks. They haven't been as fluent as they were against the Broncos and earlier on. Yeah. I just think the Roosters have been too good, and I just think they'll win this well, one. Well, the experience. You see experience. the last two games for the Roosters against uh, the Broncos and the Bulldogs, right? It's the other teams had none, none of it. 
They just uh, they didn't give them Bulldogs a sniff. got one try. They did not give them yeah. a sniff. Uh, the one difference between those two teams and the Eels, the Eels would get something on the board. They'll make it a bit of a contest. The Roosters will yeah. obviously win by a comfortable margin. But the one big difference between the last two games for the Roosters and this week's, because the Eels are at the top of the table right now, it's going to be a very high-scoring game once again. I think the Eels are going to get a high, maybe 40-plus game. But the difference is, the main difference is, the Eels are going to give them a push. If the, if the Eels win this one, they should rightly be the Premier League Oh, favorites. yeah, yeah. But they won't win, but... They, well, you never know. Well, you never know. They will give them a push for the first half, I reckon. Yeah. I Roosters reckon could just be that bit that, off. That intensity from the Eels, I reckon they're going to gonna match it. Or close to matching it. But I think the Roosters will comfortably get the chocolates in the end. Um, the Canberra Raiders versus the Manly Sea Eagles. I've got the Raiders by six points. Oh, yeah. the Raiders by two points. Nice. And finally, the Coronel Sharks versus the um, Canterbury Bulldogs. i got the Sharks by 12. Yeah. i got the Sharks by around there as well. Yeah. I think the Bulldogs just looked terrible the other night. Yeah, they didn't look the best today. Yeah. Well, we can't judge. They They're did playing best. the Roosters, yeah, they but did they did look awesome terrible. Form. But uh, moving on to some NBA. Uh, in recent news, there's been a bit of a debacle between NBA players on whether the uh, whether the season can return on its targeted date, with uh, stars like Kyrie Irving saying it's distracting from the real movement at hand here with the Black Lives Matter movement, which uh, just... Um, PSA, I, I fully back and support that. Yeah, I it's a bit controversial from Kyrie because you can see a lot of players are like choosing the other side, like LeBron. Like LeBron's you know, one to play. And he's the like, goat, yeah. he says he can, he can simultaneously say he can raise awareness on this movement and while playing NBA basketball, which is probably the way to do it. Like, if you can do give messages to like people watching at home like on live television because like a big audience watches the NBA basketball right and a lot of people will be hyped for the anticipation for its return and um I do not necessarily agree with Kyrie on this one yeah only because Ed Davis from the Brooklyn Nets put it best uh he said the money we raise or like from his contracts and the money the NBA raises right there's no way to implement that back into the society who are suffering from police like african-americans who are suffering from this uh prejudice um, against them and um i feel like yeah he said it best like he like raise money for that and put into charities for black lives matter we also, movements we also have to take into account Kyrie is not playing when the season returns he's yeah he's, yeah he's, he's not playing either he's hurt himself so um i think i i know the, um, the black lives matter movement's very important to everyone right now yeah I, it's a tough one because you don't want to take away the significance of that movement, but I feel like if you play your cards right, and I, I'm, I'm playing LeBron's because he's a, he's an, a like and he's an extrovert. He he will like play to the um, well, play to everyone at home. He will he will make sure everyone knows. He will do something to make it known to everyone at home that Black Lives Matter. Well, right. like Pat Bev said the other day, he said, "Oh, we're playing." Like LeBron said, "We're playing. We're playing." Like if, <laughs> if LeBron so runs the league, if LeBron, LeBron does run the league, if mm. LeBron's the biggest star in the NBA. So who's so side with Curry, Dwight Howard? Yeah, pretty much most players have wanted to play to return. I think we, but the thing is, though, as a collective, we all want the NBA return. I think we'd have to look at the bigger picture here, and I'm not saying that's. I know how people. I know why you would see it like that and say. It's gonna take take away the message of you know, like this movement. Is I don't know, I get like it just it's a very it's very tense in society right now, and I feel like if you do it correctly, which they are doing, they're spreading their message on social media as they should be. They've got that they're using their platform correctly and the way they should be at the moment, which is good to see. Like that's finally after hundreds of years, people are actually listening. 
And uh, I feel like our generation is going to make the change for permanent change for racial equality, which is good to see. And I feel like in the next decade or so, once we see all those, all of us come move up the the hierarchy of like power and stuff, like we'll see all these everyone from all races and stuff have control, which is good to see. But obviously, right now, Black Lives Matter more than ever. Yeah, I I, 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 I want that. We all like I think as a collective, like it's just. I know why I can see where he's coming from, but then again, people want this to return. NBA players want this to return of like an African American ethnicity. Ninety five percent of the players want the yeah. NBA to start. At the end of the day, there you go. That's just our opinions on the matter. Obviously, we fully back the um, Black Lives Matter movement, and it's good to see what what's going on right now in society. Um, we hope there can be changes. Right, finally, we... what you've all been waiting for, and what you've been watching all this time for is. The goat the new, of the week. The new segment. Wait, we should get like some sort of like intro thing for that. Like get a ringtone for that. Just like, yeah. Go to the week. Go to the week. LeBron James of the week. Let's go. Mate, there's been no NBA. Start us off. Okay, my go of the week. Here we go. My go of the week is no other than James Teddy Tedesco. Had an outstanding week. Had a hat trick of tries, mate. Need I say more? I don't think so. Mate, he played unbelievably well, man. He's just so light-footed on his feet. He's just, mate, he just makes other other the opposition teams look silly out there, mate. He's a freak on the rugby field, and um, he's my go of the week. Obviously, I that's like I expected that from him in a way because he's the reigning Daly M medalist, and um, he's looking back to where he was last season. He's looking hot, so he's my go of the week. Uh, who's your go of the week, mate? My go of the week is. The guy that you can't go past, the number one draft pick from the 2019 AFL draft, Matthew Rao from the Gold Coast Suns. The youngster. The youngster. He has earned my go of the week for week one. I think, you know, he was bullying the West Coast midfielders, bullying Elliot Yo, bullying Luke Shuey. Tim Kelly didn't even want to crack at him. Oh, he was just fantastic and set up that win for the Gold Coast Suns against West Coast, and he's going to get three Brownlow votes. So that is my go of the week. Unbelievable, man! Never like when was the last time you heard you've that? Never an seen, you've never goodness. seen an eighteen-year-old come in like that and just dominate the way. He three votes in their second game, man! Completely That's insane. Crazy. Matthew Rowell, hats off to you, son. I knew you had it in you when I played against you three years ago. You're a superstar. Yeah, but Teddy's three tries out does that. Mate, it's an 18-year-old having a crack in his second AFL game. Oh, so he's game. the greatest if he's an 18-year-old. He's the greatest of the week. Mate, you have your goat. I have my goat. Mm. I don't believe that. Matty Rao. You're better than James Tedesco. No way. You serious right now? Shut the fuck up. Mate, he's the reigning Dalliam. I don't care. My kid, my well, guy's in the last week, old. mate, he had a hat-trick of trying. He was playing against a not bunch, one, not two, not playing three. against a bunch of bums at the Canterbury Bulldogs. My boy was playing against the Mate, West Coast week Eagles, out, the week one of the prior. best midfielders. Wasn't playing in the, the week AFL. prior. Wasn't playing the week prior. Comes back, scores. Oh, he had a temporary charge. He should have played. Anyways, that wraps up today's episode of Who's the Goat. Thank you guys for listening. Be ready for next week. It's going to be another cracking episode. Thank you. Uh, yeah, thanks once again. Thanks guys for tuning in. We'll see you next week.